This is a podcast from Minute Media. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is yours, Julie John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper, and you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Slasher Radio with your host, Mikey Bones, that is me, and Captain Valor and Rob Humphrey. Hello. Hello. Oh, shit. Man, why is horror slow down this time of year? Every fucking year. Um, I don't well, know. I mean, we, have, we get some Christmas horror be coming out, right? We haven't had that. That's kind of new that we've, we've had a bunch. Yeah. The mean one, I think, came out. Yes. Oh, is it out already? I think so. It's not playing anywhere by me, though. We will be getting to that in, in the news. So, okay. yeah. Uh, I think we. <laughs> uh, no, no. We're not. No. Well, I haven't seen it because it's not playing anywhere near me. So, but I think it comes to streaming fairly soon, too. That's good. I feel like everything should go direct to streaming, too. Yes, no. What are your thoughts? No. That'd be nice, honestly. It would be. I like going to the movies too much. I know you do, but that's never going to go away. You know? I don't know. I think it might. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so, the, yeah, it uh, the mean one's in theaters now. And then it comes to streaming. I listen to one of those bullshit articles. It's, you know, it's not a real article. It's like... I can't find it. It comes to streaming at some point. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I so I think it's fairly soon, but I don't know when. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like even just like looking for news for the news segment, like it's you know it's slow. Well, yeah. stuff slows down this time of year. That's what I'm saying. It sucks. I mean, it just everything does. You know, you, you get that big fix from ho- from Halloween, like where everybody's doing everything, and then it's just like a oh, I miss it. Hmm. I don't know. I've been kind of grateful for the break, and I don't even really feel like I'm having that much of one because stuff is still hitting shutter. I still feel like I'm behind. Oh, I'm way behind on a lot of stuff. And also, I just finally made it out to see the menu, and now I've got. Do I need to see Bones and All? Is it a horror movie? I don't know, man. I haven't it's seen it. It's listed as a romance at my local theater. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> seen it, but I've heard it's really good. But it looks like it looks Twilight to me. It looks really dumb. <laughs> and yeah. I don't want to go, but like I'm what if this ends up being like the best movie of the year and then I didn't see it and Yeah. I haven't I haven't seen Oof. it either. Damn. But I have heard good things about it. Um but yeah, so this time of year is like good for catching up on old shit that I missed throughout the year. But yeah, I don't know, because you'll get a we'll get a, a string of Christmas horror movies. Um, you know, and then that'll be it. That's true, that's, yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm grateful that uh, 
some of the Christmas stuff I'm grateful for. Mm. Most Christmas horror is pretty bad, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, can I call a horror court? Speaking of Christmas horror, mm-hmm. uh, I was thinking about doing this as a Patreon episode, but I don't think we'll have time before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I want more people to hear it. I want everybody to be mad with me. Uh, I found a list today of Christmas horror movies. It's one of those Rotten Tomato lists. Uh, they're mm-hmm. the ones being horror courted. Uh, I'm very frustrated. Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, the the important thing to know, the, the point of order, because we don't have to go through the whole list on the show. Black Christmas was number 19 on the oh, list. No. It was rated from best to worst. And Black Christmas came in, the original Black Christmas, 74 Black Christmas came in 19th on the list. What? Really? Uh, which just... Like it broke me a little bit, uh, and there was some, and there was some stuff on there that I was like, I was reading down from top to bottom, so I was like, I was seeing the higher rated stuff first, and there was stuff on there that I was like really happy to see, not figuring out that Black Christmas had not shown up yet, you know, yeah. <laughs> like and the Apocalypse was on there, and I was like, yes, and Inside was on there, and I thought it was very funny that people are watching Inside at Christmas, even though technically. It is a Christmas movie, uh, and I was glad to see it on there. I, I was glad to see Better Watch Out, and but then it was like, but then I got further down the list, and it's like, oh god damn it! Like what yeah. the fuck? If Black Christmas isn't number one on that list, that list is wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's arguably one of the greatest horror movies of all time. Period. Arguably, it's up there. But according to this list, right, <laughs> to narrow it to just Christmas on top of that, like what the fuck? Okay. Well, and it was one of those lists also where it was like, uh, it was just based off of ratings, so it wasn't even like. They need so to... we as a society have failed somewhere. Yeah, but they they need to specify that. You know, like that's not like they make it like it was curated and thought about. And, you know all that no you just had a a spreadsheet rob and Mm -hmm. uh you know narrowed down numbers and got your list like come on i don't like that average crap yeah i think the people at rotten tomatoes are not movie people they're just numbers nerds yeah (laughs) yeah yeah here it is it's um 28 or no what what the link Description is different than the article title. It is 37 Christmas horror movies ranked worst to best. It is just based off of the tomato meter. And there was, yeah, it, this just, it pissed me off to no end because I had been really excited. And then when I, I, so when I didn't see it at number one, I just didn't even think about it. I figured like that was, it was too good. Like it disqualified itself. It was like <laughs> 37 movies to watch after Black Christmas, right? Like, yeah. I just, it didn't occur to me that (laughs) there were 18 things rated a higher. Um, It says that it's got a 71% on the tomato meter, 75% audience score. Which is ridiculous. That is just insane to me. That's crazy. It, it, it ages so well, but it, those scores factor in people who don't like horror. You know what I mean? So like, if you don't like horror, you're not going to like black Christmas. And so you're going to give it, a bad yeah no this but, yeah. tomatoes is bullshit fuck them they shouldn't be I'm allowed mad. to do lists this i'm 
And yeah. I feel bad because, like, I was so into this list before I saw that. It had Advent Calendar on it at number 11. That's one of those that I'm always defending, and it's, like, it's very validating. And then it's like, mm -hmm. no, we have to throw the whole list away. What like, was number it's one? just got to get out of here. Krampus? No. <laughs> yeah. Be nice to Krampus. Uh, you're going to be really mad. <laughs> is it Black Christmas 2019? <laughs> Not that mad. It is... The Nightmare Before Christmas oh, at 95%. It's not even a Christmas movie. It is a Halloween movie, regardless of what the title is. It's not says. even a movie. It's a cartoon. Be nice. <laughs> to, come on. Uh, Gremlins was number three. Hmm. Or number four, I guess. But those are um, family movies. So, yeah, that's all numbers. Goddamn them. Why do they do that? I mean, I'm not mad at Gremlins <laughs> being that high, but... No. But above Black Christmas? <laughs> well, that's the crime, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't care how cute and cuddly Gizmo is. Uh-uh. And then, like, there was some stuff on here that would I know it's best to worst, but there there were a couple things on here where it's like, did we even really need this on here? The other thing that made me really mad, uh, and I know that no one else is going <laughs> Well, obviously, it, it made me mad. 36 out of 37 was my all-time favorite movie, Jack Frost. Uh, with 6% <laughs> on the tomato meter. That's that a was, good movie. Uh, that was very frustrating. Six percent, guys. Wow. Uh, there was only one below it, the dorm that dripped blood, which I had never heard of. And right, I've never even heard of that. After this. Yeah, that sounds uh, amazing. <laughs> Let's see if I can um, find that streaming somewhere. The hmm. thing that pissed me off genuinely the most after uh, 74 Black Christmas being so low is that the 2019 Black Christmas came in for 30 above the 2006 Black Christmas at 34, which just does not seem right to me. That's... So <laughs> I don't like it. They shouldn't call them lists. They should call them charts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly. That's at what least they are. this one, I will say in defense of this one, the other one was like the scariest. It, it uh. was called the scariest and it was just being, uh, based off of ratings. This yeah. one says worst to best. And it does rank it, like, it, it does, it, ex it, it's very explicit in here that it's, like, based yeah. off of ranking, which the other one kind of made it sound like they were just looking at how scary it was, That's, and then it yeah. was based off of ranking, which I think was kind of dumb. Yeah. Um, this one at least better. is upfront about what it's doing. It's mm, like, yeah. you know. But Bad still. News, guys, the, the dorm that drips blood is not streaming anywhere. No. <laughs> I know. Yeah. How will you go on? I don't know. I'm not gonna be able to watch it. I guess I'll just have to watch Dare. Uh, where Dare? <laughs> Can you imagine thinking that Jack Frost was a worse movie than 2019 Black Christmas? No. I <laughs> no. Jack Frost is amazing. Curious about this. I wouldn't call it amazing. It's an amazing movie. We gotta do the sequel. No, no, don't, no, 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 we don't. Have they go to, to Hawaii. They go to Hawaii, Mikey. It's a killer snowman in Hawaii. It's, it's a amazing. shark movie. It's no. amazing. Come on. Why do you guys like these things? <laughs> do you know when I tell people some of the shit that you make me watch, they can't believe it? <laughs> I have a friend of mine who thinks I make up movies that you guys tell me to watch. No bullshit. <laughs> You'd be raking in the cash if you came up with some of these movies. Yeah. yeah. Imagine how much money you would have made if you come up with Jack Frost in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm missing out on those big bucks from Santa Jaws. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Probably did make some pretty decent money, too, by the way. 
But yeah, everyone that votes on Rotten Tomatoes, be ashamed of yourselves. Like, yeah, because we especially are especially the of critics. You. Yeah, this is unacceptable. Rotten Tomatoes, I will. You're not off the hook until you hire me to come in and, and fix your rankings. This is <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. Although then we would have to have segments bitching about cats <laughs> ranking the things. So. <laughs> Have a whole Patreon show shit not one cat's list. <laughs> I would have gotten the number two spots right. Jack Frost and Black Christmas. Yeah, goddammit. <laughs> <sighs> Alright, guys. Uh, let's do some drink roll call before we get into the news and we talk about our movie pick. This is, this is kind of a big deal this episode. This has been talked about for a minute now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, it's going down. Like, you guys have been... I, I described this to a friend of mine uh, when we were talking about Hereditary. I said... I'm probably going to listen to Cat and Rob argue for a good portion of this, this episode. <laughs> and I'm here for it. I can't wait. We'll see. Yeah, my first watch of Hereditary. You guys' long-awaited bout over Hereditary. <laughs> this episode's a pretty big deal. Yeah. But drink roll call. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'm still gagging down Bud Light. So. <laughs> yeah. You can find a liquor store yet? No. I still got Bud Light left from the last <laughs> from last week. I'm trying to get it through. But no, I've not found. I've not seen one liquor store. I had to Google that shit. And what happened? You gonna you gonna go? You didn't go to it. Well, yeah. When I run out of Bud Light. <laughs> oh, well, sorry. Uh, all right. Uh, I am drinking Sunny D and vodka. <laughs> all right. I swear to God, I tweeted a picture of it. All right, that's fine. I don't I think the you. problem was that he didn't believe yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> I believe you. But what's wrong with Sunny? Why do you shit on Sunny D? Because it's a child's drink, Mikey. It is a good drink. It's a child's drink. It's, it's just fun drink orange, orange juice. juice like a real man. But it's fun orange juice. <laughs> I'll die on this hill. I hope Dommy's with me inside. I gotta ask Dom, Dommy. Reach out and let us know your thoughts on Sunny D. I don't understand you. <laughs> Cat, what are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking Chianti that might or might not be expired. <laughs> oh. With with liver and safava beans? With yeah. <laughs> I've never had Chianti. Is it good? Um, I would not judge it based off of what I'm having okay. tonight, because it <laughs> might or might not. i uh so my mom went to the liquor store uh like out in Cleveland. And they were they were closing. And one of the things is that they they had like a sale on all of the like weird stuff that was just left over that's been in the back forever. So she comes home with this bottle of wine and I have it open and she's like, anyway, it might be expired. And it's like, oh, no. <laughs> so do I drink it or yeah. you got to drink it? But yeah, you'll be fine. it has I, like if I end up, you know, dying at the end of this episode, <laughs> uh, we're gonna know what killed me. It was the wine, but it tastes okay. Uh, uh, well, we'll, we'll <laughs> check your pulse as we end up yeah. <laughs> monitor this thing to go forward. <clears throat> All right, um, news time, news time. It's time to hump the news with Rob Humphrey. He's not a genius. Okay. Uh, 
is not a super heavy news week. Um, we're going to do a little something here shortly, but I want to get a few quick mention things out of the way. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the video game, uh, they released some stuff, a trailer. They released uh, images of a whole new type of Killer Clown. We've never seen this Killer Clown before. Uh, you guys can go to Bloody Disgusting to check out this article or uh, find Killer Clowns on, I don't know their handle on Twitter. But um, guys, uh, my screen is still shared. What do you think of that design right there? He does look pretty cool. He looks cool, but you know I don't like it when they create new stuff for these games. But but why not? If it looks like this, Rob, honestly, why not? Because it's not in the movie. But but th these games today, dude, they, even Friday the 13th did it. They had Tommy tapes and Pamela tapes that it's like they they went further with the story. Yeah. All right. I mean, it looks cool. I'll give them that. They did a good job. Like if that if that was in if they remade Killer Clowns from Outer Space and had one of these in there, I wouldn't be mad. No, like I wouldn't movie. either. But all right, you know, so be nice. Just you know, maybe maybe stick to the stuff that's in the movie. It's all in there. It's all in there. All right. I mean, he does look cool. He does look cool. Uh, Summer Party Massacre and Summer Party Massacre Two. There's a 4K set coming out from Screenbox. Well, that's cool. Ooh. I really like the original Slumber Party Massacre. I know a lot of people love Slumber Party Massacre too, but I just it's just not for me. I also like. I, I don't think I like it as much as the first, but I do appreciate the second one also. Yeah, it's it's just not for me. I mean, I get it; it's fun and stuff, but it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, you're not oh, wrong. <laughs> this one's thirty thirty seven dollars. Look, I mean, I know it's two movies. I know it's like a you know, four K all that crap. I'm not paying 40 bucks for these two movies. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, 4K stuff is expensive, man. I know. Uh, yeah. I'd much rather get something else and probably two things that I really want, you know, for the price of this or about. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the trick with any kind of DVDs or, or Blu-rays or 4 any of that stuff, you just wait for it to go on sale. That shit always goes on sale super cheap. That's what yeah. I did with my Friday set. Yeah, I, I got that thing for like ninety bucks. Yeah, I paid more than that. Yeah, yeah. I got I mine have. for about ninety. You didn't even pay for yours. Yeah, shut up, cat. <laughs> <laughs> I did get reimbursed, but I paid about ninety. <laughs> you laid it out. Good for you. That that is a good buy. You got a lot sooner than I did. I had to wait for that shit. Good for you. Uh, Violent Night. That was the movie that uh, I thought <laughs> we were talking about. Uh, they got twenty million in the box office worldwide. Yeah, it's not a horror movie. I saw it this week. And, I uh, have had a lot of people tell me this is their favorite film of the year, and I don't know mm -mm. if they're kidding. No, it's it's <laughs> fine. It's So here's the thing. When you get to the part where Santa Claus starts whooping motherfuckers' asses, it's amazing. Yeah. But it takes a long time to get there, and it goes through a mm. couple of different things. We're like, at the beginning, it's like this uh, not not nearly as funny version of Bad Santa for a little bit that I just I didn't care for and then they introduced this sort of family that's being held hostage and they're all assholes and so then you have to watch them be assholes and it sucks and then Santa finally starts whooping asses and when he gets the fucking hammer you see him holding a sledgehammer there in that picture mm -hmm. then it gets that's when you're like oh shit it's on now and it's awesome but it takes a long time to get there um, and it is yeah it's, it, it is in no way a horror film it didn't look like so no. it played 
uh, at the beginning of there were a handful of horror movies that I saw this advertised mm-hmm. like before, and even in the trailer, it didn't look like a horror movie. And it's like, why yeah. am I seeing this? Yeah, I, I assume it's because of David Harbor. That's the only thing I can figure. But um, it, it's very much an action film. Um, I will give them credit though; they don't hold back on the gore for the action. I mean, he's I killing like people. He's killing people with a sledgehammer, and you're seeing heads bashed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not. It's not a horror film. That's the trick a lot of these movies use too, man. They get a little detailed with the gore, and they think they qualify. Like, eh, not not always. Yeah, it's it's a good time, but it's nowhere near my favorite movie of the year. I might wait for it to come to streaming. <laughs> okay, me too. Needless to say, uh, since it's such a short uh, news week, Rob. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Bloody disgusting. Uh, Megan Navarro specifically, she I guess curated a list of a holiday gift guide, ten vinyl soundtracks for a horror fan. And oh, good. I, okay, so we'll we'll go down this list. I want to see which ones uh, you would would or would not buy to your your collection. Okay. All right, Black Phone. I don't remember the score to that movie. I probably. The thing is, when it when it comes to buying, buying soundtracks, there are a couple of things that will get me. One is if it's a really good score, then I'll buy it, even if I didn't like the movie. For instance, I ordered the Terrifier Two soundtrack. <laughs> I don't Asshole. like that movie, but I did enjoy the score, so I'm going to buy it. The other thing, though, is sometimes even if I don't remember the score, like in this case, but I liked the movie, I'll buy it because it's almost like having a little souvenir of the movie. Yes. So I would buy the Black Phone. Yes, I did not buy it. Um, at least I haven't yet, but um, I would buy it. Yeah. Okay. Fair. I, I feel the same way about that. Uh, I have a, a couple of, of vinyls that I, you know, could care less about what it sounds like at all. Yeah. And you know, it's just what it is. Yeah, it's nice to have it, and I'll throw them on sometimes. And and I don't. Again, because this this uh, a score in a movie is an interesting thing because a really good score. A lot of times you don't notice it right away. You know what I mean? It's not until your second or third watch that you'll notice that the music is even good because it's doing its job, which is just heightening the mood without intruding. And I will, um, and I've only seen the black phone once. So I don't know. Maybe if I went back and watched the black phone again, I would realize it had a really good score and I just didn't notice it. Well, now, see, I want to point out what you said that that's not true. Because the most intrusive thing I've ever sl- seen slash heard was Funny Games when that scream of music hit. <laughs> and that soundtrack was phenomenal. No. I would not, I would not buy Funny Games. <laughs> I'd buy Funny Games the soundtrack. <laughs> Kat, you would pick up the black phone if you know if it was out there, right? Yeah. Because yeah. of the movie? Because that, that's where I'm at. I'm pretty selective about uh, vinyls that I pick up. So I don't I don't know Me if this too. is one that I would need, but <laughs> I it would be nice to have, you yeah. know. That's where I'm at. If it went on sale, I'd pick it up very quickly. Fair, fair. Firestarter. I almost <laughs> I almost bought this one. Really? really? Yeah, it's it's uh, John Carpenter. Oh, it's good music. The movie sucks, but it's good music. <laughs> I did not know this was John Carpenter. Yeah, yeah. John Carpenter, Cody, and, and Daniel Davies all, all worked on it. Okay. Yeah, it was very good. Nope. Yes, I would buy the Nope soundtrack. I have not yet, but I would. Look at that artwork. Yeah, their artwork on the Jordan Peele soundtracks, Waxwork puts out all his, well, has, 
put out all his stuff, and the artwork is always great. Nice. I have Get Out. I don't think I bought Us um, yet, anyway. But I would I would get Nope, yeah. What? People under the stairs. No. Ooh. Really? No? no, I don't like the people under the stairs. I've said this before. It's not a good movie. People just think it is because of nostalgia. But it's a good title. You want to get that just for the title alone? No. Even on sale? No. Damn. No. Or someone tried to give it to you. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'll throw it at him. Oh my god. Uh, what the hell? Phenomena? What the? No, what? I don't know what that is. A goddamn monkey. <laughs> okay. I no. would get it. I think just for the art. That's the scariest <laughs> album art I've ever seen. Yeah. Holy yeah. hell. Kind no, I would amazing. not buy that. I don't. Even, what the fuck is Phenomena? Does anybody even know what that is? No. No. It's just a monkey. Death Waltz recording. Uh, Death Waltz does a good job with their stuff too. Man. They do their stuff with Mondo and uh, oh, they call it Suspiria esque. Argento, it says. Oh wait, I have seen Phenomena is a good movie. What the fuck is there a monkey on that cover? <laughs> I've seen Phenomena. I feel like I should have seen it too, but I don't. Remember if it's the movie it. I'm thinking of, it's got um. Because I God thought I had seen all of Argento's stuff. I'm looking it but... up now because it's got um, I'm gonna look it up because I cannot remember her name and it's gonna drive me nuts. Jennifer Connelly is in it. Yeah, oh! I've seen this. Oh 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 oh. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is a monkey doing? I don't there? know. <laughs> I don't remember a monkey in that goddamn movie. Huh. What are you doing? You buying the People in the Stairs soundtrack, Mike? No, I want this. Yeah, fifteen. But you wouldn't pick it up for fifteen bucks. Nope. Come on. Maybe I'll throw fun. it at you. I might buy this just because you're being such a douche about it. Maybe if it's fine. The vinyl looks like it's a nice color down there, too. Right. Come on. Yeah. No. No. I just, it's, I don't care about the people under the stairs. Okay. $15. All right. Uh, next on the list is uh, Prince of Darkness. Uh, I believe I own it. Wow. All right. Uh, John Carpenter, did, did you say that he did the set? Yeah, you said this is like one of his favorite scores, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Kat, I'd assume you would be on the John Carpenter train. Yeah, I don't remember the score for Prince of Darkness, but I imagine it was pretty good. It's like Rob said, if I didn't notice it, if it wasn't distracting me, I, I would take that as a good sign. And it's John Carpenter. Fair. Uh, Possessor. Oh. Mm, probably not. I don't remember the score from that. That movie was decent, but it was a little overhyped. Fair. <laughs> Rob Zombie's <laughs> Firefly Trilogy set. So here's an interesting thing. Um, <laughs> he owns this already. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't own this. Um, I probably would buy this wow. because there's some good music in those movies. Um. I wouldn't. I, I. The problem is, it's they're selling it now as a box set, and it's pretty pricey. How pricey, you ask? Damn, pricey. One hundred sixty-five dollars. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh my god, I was thinking like eighty bucks. No waxwork. <sighs> charging that's, some stuff. That's too bad because I also, I see. I don't know if I would get it because uh, when I listen to vinyls, it's usually like as it, it's usually while I'm working. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and I I, I do oh, better man. with stuff that doesn't have lyrics. But the the music is really good in those movies. Yeah, it, they, there's some really good songs in those movies. Man, these look great. Mm-hmm. I might have just made myself want to buy something by doing this. I really <laughs> would love to have this. Wow. Fuck me. I can do without the three from Hell one. <laughs> they were selling them individually. I don't know if they still are or not. That's upset. Look, they got the luchador. <laughs> Fucking stupid luchador. Oh, shit. No, man, that, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it's nice waxwork. They they, wow. they do it right. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, is there anything else on here? Oh, fuck me. I've almost bought this I don't know how many times. It's the uh, the Scream box set. Box, it's got yeah. the, the scores for the first four, I, it's I believe. It's on sale. Yeah, the problem with me, I, like I've thought about buying it a couple times, but I already own the first and second Scream scores. Well, I was like, do I really need to buy this? But it's a cool looking box. Right. So. Yeah. It's a really cool looking box. Yeah. <clears throat> Damn. I'm not going to do it. 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 Uh, <laughs> Waxwork. Oh, I, guess I actually saw good. that in the store the other day and passed it up. Okay. Uh, and a bonus waxwork. Oh, they have a sub their subscription. Yeah, I would do this, but it's it's like, I I want to say it's like three hundred bucks or something. Yeah, no. Uh -uh. <laughs> uh, all right, so those are uh, for all the vinyl fans out there. I think it's also cool. Like even people aren't into vinyl. Like it's just awesome to to hear the stuff that's being translated. Like all the different types of stuff that you can get from these movies. It's really awesome. Yeah. I might buy this people under the stairs thing. Seriously. Uh, last two things to mention. Uh, Scream 6. Mar uh, Melissa Barea says that uh, this, the, they're calling it a sequel. It's not really a sequel. But next year's Scream movie is 100 times gorier. So Five Cream Part 2 is going to be gorier. But that's scary, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not super worried about it still. I uh, just because I know that's lot. something that they say, you know. Yeah, it is. But they we'll keep see. saying it now, <laughs> and it's really all they're saying. Do you we remember be getting... how many times we heard that about Halloween Kills, though? And I'm not yeah. going to say that Halloween Kills is like the gold standard of sequel, but it wasn't nearly as like it, they made it sound like it was going to be just nothing but blood and. Honestly, that was not the problem I had with Halloween Kills. So yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. We should be getting a trailer soon, shouldn't we? Or at least a teaser. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be out Ooh. in March. That that's a big deal, man. I'm scared again. I'm back to me now. I'm I'm scared. Fuck me. I don't know. I I really hope they don't try. Kind of like you said, Rob. It doesn't need to be terrifier too. And I, I really hope they're not trying to, like, have Ghostface kind of try and cut off art into that lane. Well, they're already giving Ghostface a gun, so. <laughs> we don't know. That might be good. It <laughs> might be cool. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know, man. I Don't do it for the sake of doing it. So I, that that's all I have to say. It doesn't need to 
to rival Terrifier or anything. And this is coming from a Terrifier fan. Last piece of news is Shawnee Smith coming back to the Saw franchise. Cat. Uh, I'll be I'll be back in if Shawnee Smith comes back. What if the new Saw movie co-stars Shawnee Smith and Chris Rock? I'll, I'll still watch it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was prepared for it to star Chris Rock, and I was mad. Uh, not about Chris Rock specifically, but just that we Chris were getting Rock, more Spiral. Chris Rock uh, was not the bad thing in, in Spiral, in my opinion. Like, I thought he was fine. There was not just one bad thing in Spiral. <laughs> I thought he was fine. Like, he was just Chris Rock. I mean... I, here's the thing. I, I He was fine objectively. He was Chris Rock, and I think that was the problem, is that Chris Rock is not what I want out of a Saw movie. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. But like, I mean, I got like a lot of people were complaining. They thought he was too funny or whatever. I'm like, he's Chris Rock. Anything he does is going to be funny. I didn't think he was that funny. <laughs> I thought he was funny. Um, yeah, or, so yeah. I guess also if he had been funnier, again, that's not really the tone that I want for my Saw movie. So I, uh, I don't know. Just, but yeah, uh, I'm excited about Shawnee Smith. So you just hate Chris Rock. I mean, I don't like Chris Rock that much. Really? Oh, be fair. Man. The man just got the shit smacked out of him. Uh, she was <laughs> cheering when Will Smith smacked him. She was like, yeah. <laughs> and what he deserves. Well, kind of, yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, I don't. I uh, That whole thing. Because it's like, Will Smith was clearly in the wrong, but also, like... Chris I, Rock needed slapped. <laughs> he needed slapped. If you are making... If you're, like... If you go on a comedy circuit telling that many jokes about someone that didn't date you, like, it's creepy and weird. Mm. And maybe someone needed to smack him a little bit. I'm just like, ugh. Damn. Everyone was, everyone lost in that situation. There were no good guys. (laughs) 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 Also, I, I might be a little bit more bitter toward, I... I feel a lot uh, less sympathy for Chris Rock post Spiral than I did beforehand. <laughs> I think that's. I think I got my hopes up too high because I actually liked him well enough before Spiral. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought I just thought that was gonna be a really good fit. You know, it was yeah. like he can bring some of he can bring a little bit of levity, but there's gonna be a lot of like unflinching social commentary in the new Saw movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause that's, that's what he's gonna do. And that was not what he did. <laughs> no. no. Uh, and I now I'm a little like bit mad. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, look, you're never gonna make your movie worse by putting Shawnee Smith in it. No, I'll, I'll pretty much watch anything that has Shawnee Smith in it. Yeah, I'm, including I mean, I'm, Saw. I'm, I'm debating that, fran- that statement because she's gonna be in the new Saw movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of like, uh, would I... <laughs> Yes. You are alone. Um, all right, so that's I mean that that's always good. You bring back legacy characters and you know Is that, it always good? It, it it's always better. It's better is than it? I mean I is did it? you already forget what happened in Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah, that's the uh That's fair. But these are like real life. It's not like you know, like it's actually <laughs> Shawnee Smith. Yeah. I don't know. It's really that's true. <sighs> it it, it I think that's what the franchise needs. Like, they got away from Shawnee Smith way too quickly in that franchise. She took off. Then Tobin Bell fell out of it. And it's like, well, what do we got left? And Chris you know, Rock. <laughs> well, there you go. 
<laughs> what we should what they should do is just not make any more Saw movies. I'm open to them making more Saw movies. I think what they should do is strike Spiral from the canon. <laughs> you don't get to uh, do that. <laughs> I think it should be I think when they release the next edition of Spiral, it should be released as Spiral formerly from the Book of Saw. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> hilarious. Now its own book. From <laughs> the Book of Spiral. Uh, Alright guys, that's it for the news. Alright, I have a very, very special edition of Gabagooly Mystery Corner. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Alright, uh, we have... <laughs> uh, we have a recipe edition, and it actually comes <laughs> in two separate posts. Uh, first up... This is the, the segment of the show where uh, I get made fun of for being Italian, everybody. That's not, that's not what this is. Like, that, that's what we're celebrating is. your cultural heritage. Yeah. I wait to see Rob's reaction usually on these. Yeah. Eases the blow slightly. Uh, okay, so I don't find the first one very funny. All right. I don't know what this is. I don't get it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fair. Uh, Rob's not impressed. No. What is I don't understand it. <laughs> Let's take a look here. Yeah, we'll see if uh, Mikey can Whoa. explain it. <laughs> wow <laughs> is that a condom with spaghetti in it ding 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 <laughs> oh <laughs> I, I couldn't figure out what the fuck it was <laughs> I was like what alright eh, all right, that's not bad <sighs> that's not bad it, it's a condom filled with spaghetti and it says real Italian sausage yeah <laughs> yeah I couldn't figure out what the fuck that was, though, so I was like, I don't get it. Yeah, the picture <laughs> takes a second. Yeah, I was like, huh? Mikey nailed it right away. He's been filling condoms with spaghetti for a long time. Apparently. Spaghetti and Italian sausage, I guess. <laughs> uh, all right, whatever. It, it's kind of funny. Stop sending these. Like, what, the, what are we doing? Here? This is the second thing spaghetti has been put into. Yes, but Mikey, I think you'll like the second one. A second? Why do I have to have two of them? <laughs> because I think you'll appreciate the second one. I wanted to sum them together. This is not a gabagool meme. She's curating uh, these. Okay. I I got these. I got this in my last batch of entries. Uh, we might be above five again. Uh, Wait, last batch? What? <laughs> yeah, in my most recent batch of gabagool meme, batch? I received uh this one. It is. Uh, for Rob. <laughs> Rob? Yeah. Dude, my statement, what do you mean Rob? Let me see this. Oh, I've seen this before. That's pretty funny. I've seen that before. That all, and I'll be honest, that's not a terrible idea now. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hot dogs and, and, see, I wouldn't do, I would do it with Italian sausage. Oh, yeah. That'd be the Italian sausage. Or... You, you got to put some gravy on it. It's sauce. It's not gravy. <laughs> you did that on purpose. But I don't yeah, know, man, I watched The Godfather. They called it gravy. That's wrong. Cat uh, so nicely sent a picture of of cut up hot dogs pushed into spaghetti and then cooked. So, uh, with the words. You might be a redneck, uh, which oh, I'm yeah. assuming uh, this this one is supposed to go to Rob. Um. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what, uh, Rob, I have an entry 
for you. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, and th- this is was given anonymously by a listener. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have to look up because they, they even gave a name for the segment. Oh. Yeah, so it, I've got a couple of these. I've got three of them lined up from two different people. They came through, the listeners, uh, when I asked for the redneck thing to take off. And uh, this... Th- <laughs> This person has two entries. We're going to get to one today. And they would like it deemed Huckleberry Humphrey's Hillbilly Hoedown. (laughs) God damn it, Leah. (laughs) It wasn't Leah. Although, how hilarious would it be (laughs) if it was? I can't. Much like Kat, I can't say anything. So I just sent a meme into the group chat. And this is the first entry of Huckleberry Humphrey's Hillbilly Hoedown. (laughs) <laughs> would you like I to... mean they're not wrong <laughs> would you like to explain it to our, our audio listeners it's so I don't even know where to start <laughs> yeah there's a lot going on yeah in this there's one. a lot happening in this picture I was looking forward to you explaining it the most so there's like a what is it what is it like a little tykes car yeah and a guy standing sort of on top of it and what's he? Is he wearing camo pants? He is. Uh, and um, and he's holding what appears to be a lightsaber <laughs> up in the air, and then something else in his other arm. Is that I don't even know what that is. A fucking is gun that a or something? S- or a sledgehammer? Oh, at first I thought it was just a second lightsaber. I thought it was like dual wielding oh. lightsabers. But no, I think you're right. I think it might be like a bat of some kind. Yeah, I can't tell what, what that's a cattle is. prod. Oh, it might be. Well, he, he better be careful. There's a lot of water around him. Um, it's so okay. The car makes him safe. It's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's striking a pose, and it says, uh, meanwhile, in South Carolina. And, uh, you know, I don't think they're wrong. Uh, I haven't been here long enough to see people behaving in this manner, but I wouldn't put it past them. Rob, how many new patrons do we have to get for you to recreate that photo? That could be our new shirt. <laughs> <laughs> how many pay, how many new patrons so we can start like a like a counter? How many new patrons for me to read? Right, first of all, there's no way I can recreate that photo because while this guy may be a hillbilly, he's got he's got tremendous balance. <laughs> because if I tried to do that, I would fall and crack my head open. The recreation is a picture of Rob in the back of an ambulance with two <laughs> lightsabers. <laughs> No, a lightsaber and cattle prod. Yeah. <laughs> Which I would love that picture too, though. Not for nothing. <laughs> All right. Uh, so how do you feel about that? Huckleberry. It's, I mean, it's fine. it's fine. It's fine. Right. Yeah. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get, uh, I'm not, I don't, won't get as bothered by the redneck stuff as you do by the Italian stuff because I don't see myself as a redneck. I'm just a dude who lives in the South. <laughs> for now. Whereas, you know, you, you're actually Italian, and we try to celebrate that with you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but no, yeah. for now, that's what everybody says when they move down south. And then mm-hmm. and then after a certain amount of time, that time being unknown, it varies, but it, it always happens. It will overtake you one day, and you're going to be shopping at the fucking Piggly Wiggly saying y'all. We'll see what happens, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I, I doubt it, but we'll see. But, you know. <laughs> It's not my fault you dumb Yankees don't know how to live. Oh, whoa, hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Easy now. Uh, you just found out about the Piggly Wiggly. You're not even real yet. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. 
No, uh, never even been in one. Yet. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> going. <laughs> All right. Is that actually? It? I won't be able to go because I will never find that fucking Piggly Wiggly again. I have no idea where anything is in the city. Nowhere. The roads are the most confusing roads I've ever been on. How? Dude, they they turn and they merge and then they split and it's it's all over the fucking place. That's <laughs> so a, confusing. I I remember like living down in the south, we had service roads, and I thought that they were like normal service roads like in another state, but they were just roads that ran parallel to the mm -hmm. already existing roads, and you had mm -hmm. to like turn off of them to get onto the street where like uh, shops were, and that drove me up the wall. I got lost so much. Yeah, we don't have those <laughs> here, but and there's a lot of roundabouts. They love a roundabout in this town. I wouldn't uh, know what to do in one of those. They're not that big a deal or anything, but we have a just, lot of those up here, too. Yeah, I, don't like, I just like can't it. figure out where I'm at at any given time. Uh, my issue, so I like, I, I don't have a problem with roundabouts in theory, but like, the people of even though we have a bunch of them in Ohio, Everyone seems to have never seen one before when they get on them <laughs> and they like slow down to a crawl and they'll I saw someone like a couple weeks ago have his blinker on in a roundabout and I just about lost my shit. <laughs> it's like I've gotta pull over, I'm gonna murder someone, like unacceptable. Damn. Yeah, I don't even know how to describe it. I just know it, it's confusing. <laughs> and driving around here is also it's like you have to be in the correct lane. Um or you're going to end up going in a direction you don't want to go. <laughs> um, and that really sucks for me because I don't know. I, I'm, I don't have it down yet as to which lane I need to be in at any given time, you know. Um, and traffic is, believe it or not, really bad around here. Like, there's constantly backed up traffic. It's it, it's a, kind of a nightmare. I, I always assume places like that, it's just motherfuckers don't know how to drive. Oh, they don't know how to drive. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. It's fucking... You, a parking lot around here, driving through parking lots, I, it's like the scariest thing in the world because these motherfuckers are unpredictable. I have no <laughs> idea what anybody's going to do at any given time. Probably actually he's driving through a fucking fire and rain. <laughs> I know. I, I am fucking... I am skittish as hell driving through a parking lot around here. I do not know what these motherfuckers are going to do. That's hilarious. Um, so yeah, there's there's still a lot of shit going on with the roads. I mean, you got crazy drivers and drawbridges. <laughs> there are fucking drawbridges, so you get stuck there for the longest time while a fucking boat goes under the bridge. It's like, God damn it! I mean, wow. I don't know why the fuck we have a drawbridge. Why didn't we just make the bridge higher? What are we <laughs> doing? Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know. Long awaited. A hereditary. I have never seen it. This is my first watch. As I mentioned earlier, Cat and Rob have been at odds. Anytime this movie's brought up, either they argue or one of them has to refrain. <laughs> it's usually Cat because she don't want to listen to his shit. But here we are, guys. Here's the uh here's what I've been dying for from this episode. I've been very eager to find out what side of this fight you come down on. I'm the tiebreaker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you want me to get into that first? Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. <laughs> I think Hereditary. It 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 
it was a couple of different types of a movie. At first, it was a, is this hard or is it a drama? And then it hits you with some horror. It hits you hard. And then it turns paranormal. And then the ending happens. The ending sure does happen. <laughs> and you don't know what the fuck is going on. I knew what was going on. Uh, no, I, the ending, I, I, I see what Kat mean, meant the whole time. Kat always stood by on the sword of, this was a really good movie, and then they fucked it up. It's mm-hmm. an excellent movie, and they didn't fuck it up. How about they fucked that? fucked it up. <laughs> well, I land on the side of the fence of, it was a pretty good movie, and then they fucked it up. <laughs> yeah, but you often land on the wrong side of the fence. That's so. not true. That's the thing that kills me, because like I, this was one of those movies, pretty much everybody liked it when it first came out. Um, there was a lot of hype after it got its festival re- uh, release, and then when we were, when it hit theaters... Uh, everyone was still really excited about it. It was at like 98% on Metacritic for a long time. And I mm-hmm. remember that driving me crazy because it was 2% higher than Cabin in the Woods. And I, I was about ready to kill someone over this <laughs> for like for a long time. So, uh, and it's like see. everyone. And then it was like the people that didn't like it, the people that kept it from being 100% were like, I hate it. Garbage. Nothing redeemable. And it's like, I never felt that way about Hereditary because the stuff that's good in it is really good. And I'll go to bat for slow burn horror. I'll go to bat for the first 90 minutes of this. Like it could have been exceptional. And the end was silly. <laughs> All right. So, Kat, this is my theory. Cat doesn't like Hereditary because Cat likes to be a contrarian. No, 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 no. I want to like this movie. Because the stuff that it, I like Tony Collette, uh, for She's one. amazing in this movie. And she did really well in this. But even, even defending Tony Collette, it's like, I still have to reconcile the image of her banging the head, her head up against the attic ceiling, which made me laugh out loud in the theater. Like, I thought it was very silly. And Gabriel Byrne is amazing <laughs> in this movie. I did not think that was silly. See, I, th- I, I thought, thought it was, was very silly. I thought it was great. The special yeah, I effects, I don't think, were as good there. It looked very mechanical, and, like, I it hit that uncanny valley spot for me. I didn't like it. Yeah, I can maybe see that, but I still thought it was effective. And I thought, and I think I, this might be a testament to how well they did the build-up to Hereditary, because it's like, if I saw a scene like that, in another if i had seen that scene in smile right i wouldn't even have questioned it i'd be like okay yeah that checks out it's like a weird uh thing that wasn't executed real well but i just the build up had been so exceptional and so subtle and unsettling and just like unnerving to the very core and i expected something great from the final act and then tony collette comes out banging her head <laughs> i was like the fuck like, See, I think the banging her head thing didn't bother me nearly as much as the the scene where she's like up in the corner, uh, um, yeah, floating in the room. Um, but you know, at that point, yeah, and know. it felt like just a bunch of like, the, and that's how I feel about the last like thirty eight thirty eight minutes of this movie is that it's just kind of like a mashup of like stuff from lesser horror movies because they couldn't end this on a mature note. Like they came out with a very mature movie. That hadn't, like, there wasn't a lot of stuff 
like this being done at the time. So they didn't have any idea of how to wrap something like that up. And so they're like, we're going to have like a background paranormal shot and we're going to have like this, um, we're going to have Tony Collette like hitting her head on stuff. We're going to have her, <laughs> we're going to have a suicide that makes no physical goddamn sense. We're going to have someone clip with like <laughs> the worst CGI, the uh, hovering at the end. It's like a perfect L shape. And it's like, that's. Oh boy, uh, special effects got worse. And then we're, we'll round it out with, like, a fucking Burger King crown and call it a day after, like, <laughs> ten full minutes of exposition, which just, and it drives me crazy because it's like, and it was another complaint that I got because people were like, oh, you just didn't understand, you know, but they were foreshadowing the thing with payment the whole time, and it's like, no, I, I understood. Right. Believe me, my problem was not that I didn't understand what was going on because they explained it. They made sure that I got it in vivid detail. And that was my problem because like they had laid such intricate, subtle groundwork that spoke for itself. And then they were like, hey, did you see what we did? <laughs> Let us tell you about it. And it's like, I fucking hate it. So um, bad. <laughs> I can see why that would bother you. Um, I didn't feel that way when I watched it. Uh, and I was worried watching it uh, to talk about it for this episode. I was like, what if I don't like it as much as I know? Because that's happened a lot on this show, actually. It happens. Uh, I think I like it more uh, after rewatching it uh, for the first time in a while. I just I think they did a really good job. And I don't like I don't get this feeling that the end all of a sudden just goes absolute batshit haywire. I feel like they build to it steadily through the movie. And really that's just inevitably where we end up see i don't feel like that's inevitably where we were gonna end up i feel it felt very forced to me uh I, and i, I also found it to be organic i mean as we watch tony collette's character go through her grief and try to do everything she can that she's doing you know She's following this and she's taking the advice of this cult and she's being led down this path without knowing it because she's blind to to anything that's going on around her other than focusing on the loss of her daughter. And I think the movie leads us down that path very well. And, and I do feel like it builds to that. I will say I also I tried um, because a couple weeks ago, more like a month or so ago, uh, when Shudder was doing its list when it was doing the 101 greatest movie moments of all time they talked about hereditary in a way that made me wish that i were not being contrarian about this uh it they spoke very fondly of some of my favorite things about this movie and it it made me kind of upset that i i don't like this one more i was really looking forward to rewatching it because i there's always that hope, right? Where it's like, maybe the end will click for me this time in a way that it hasn't yet. I will say today was not, uh, we were talking about this on the Patreon. This was not my best viewing experience. I was having all kinds of internet issues. So my watch of it was very choppy today. Um, I don't know if it would have helped, though, because I, I, I do still kind of feel that same, the, the, the last like act just feels so disjointed to me. It feels like a totally different tone. And, uh, like, there are slow burn horror movies that I think amp up very nicely to a more bombastic end. Mm -hmm. uh, and I just, this one felt like it went from, like, zero to a hundred yeah, in that last you, act. You get that in some slow burn movies, though, too. Like, I think of The House of the Devil. 
which I love. I think it's a great movie, but it goes from zero to a thousand almost immediately. I, I feel like th- this movie had its problems in changing gears too, right? Or, or is that just me? I didn't I, see. I didn't. I don't know, man. I didn't see it. I, like I watched it. I, I feel like it flows fairly it. well. Yeah, and and the biggest part of that being with the mother, and she goes from. We have to do the seance. It's the only thing that's left in life to do. And we have to do it, have to do it. I woke everybody up with some ungodly mm-hmm. hour in the morning, which, <laughs> no, if that, no, I'm not getting the fuck out of bed. Uh, no. But anyway, she went from that, like, driven to do it and demanding and screaming at people, forcing them to do it. And then next thing you know, she's like, oh, yeah, we got to get rid of this bug. It's like, well, yeah, no shit. Like, how did you, <laughs> there wasn't enough time or, or motive or anything in between for that to change that drastically. Well, in between, isn't that when she realized that Joan had known her mother and she, she, she found the photos of them together in the cult, which by the way, I don't know that might be the biggest problem I have with this movie. What cult is taking pictures? Thank you. And and I mean, I mean, I get like, if you're in like a hippie summer of love, loop de doop de camp, cult right then maybe you take pictures but if you're in the secret satan society maybe you don't take pictures of those but whatever she found the pictures she realized it and and that's when she started to realize something was wrong but by that time it was too fucking late but it was all stupid that's that's my point like yeah uh, i don't know man either way either way like if i found out that my mother was a lot like yeah it's weird but i don't know it just wasn't enough for me for me to it was the emotional connection of her having her daughter back mm-hmm. you know and it's like i don't know it just th- there wasn't enough for me there like she that her mind changed very quickly with all that i also wonder and uh, there are things that i wonder about i i spend a lot of time still thinking about this movie because i because the beginning of it is so well mm-hmm. done That's and i wonder I wonder, like, if there was something that could have, uh, without changing any plot points radically, if there was something that would have made me feel better about the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I do wonder sometimes because it's like, if they had framed it more as either her story or her son's story, like if it had been just a little bit of a tighter narrative, if we could have seen more of those transition moments where she's understanding what she's led her family into if we could understand like one character's grief more but it's like i think any kind of change like that would have undone the beginning it you know I, because it's, the beginning's perfect and it's like a, it's hard to it's an ensemble piece about the whole family right yeah and so it doesn't really tell the story of one or another it really focuses on the mother or the son the father's there and he has sort of his own thing but it's not as much um which is then, what makes it good yeah, and then the daughter's there too for a minute. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's but yeah, I, I see what you're saying, and I think yeah, that probably would have made the second half better, but it would have ruined the first half. It would have ruined the first half, and that it, I think ultimately is what kills the second half for me because it's like I don't think there's anything without without taking stuff out, without drastically changing the plot to make the second half fit the first half. I just don't see a good way to connect these two things I, with the first half as it is. And I wouldn't change the first half. It's perfect. <laughs> like they nailed it. Yeah. The first half is great. I mean, all that stuff is, is I, 
But again, I don't have a problem with the second half either. I I feel like, I guess, I think the bridge from the second to the third half is is fine. And I think that's where you guys seem to have a problem. The bridge was burned down, though. There was no bridge. I, that was I, Gabriel Byrne. No. <laughs> <laughs> and even, which was a great scene, by the way. To me, it wasn't even to the second half of the movie. It was like the the bridge to the last quarter of the movie. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's the problem. Yeah, it's like ninety minutes to thirty eight minutes, right? Yeah. And I, I understand everything Kat said all along. I, <laughs> well, I mean, I do. I I agree. There's a draft, a, a, a shift in tone between the two, but I think they build to that throughout the first half subtly. So that when it happens, it doesn't it doesn't seem disjointed to me. I wish I could feel that. And I, I tried today and I tried even like the second time I watched it when it came to streaming. Uh, this is, I think, only the third time I've seen this. Uh, when it came to streaming, I rewatched it because I just. I want to be there. I want to appreciate this movie because the, there are so many moments in this that I love so much and i i want to like the movie but i just i can't get there with the end also can we please admit rob that the crown looks dumb yeah the crown is it looks dumb but that never <laughs> bothers me because the crown always looks dumb i i Not there is dumb. kind of an inherent like if like, you put any... a crown on someone's head out of context it's going to look bad yeah, the crown but they went always... above and beyond <laughs> the crown always looks dumb and things uh, it doesn't bother me. I mean, it's it's whatever. Um, that's why when I'm king, I'm gonna have an awesome crown. You're never gonna be king. <laughs> why you gotta Why you was? gotta piss on my dreams, Mikey? Because they need pissed on. Maybe I'll be king one day. Oh, I didn't bring it up in the Patreon show earlier. <clears throat> Oi! <laughs> oh damn it! No, no, you don't get to bring that into the regular show. Sure, I do. I forgot. There's no. my when my I'm king, I'm making you the court jester. <laughs> I'm still say oi, motherfucker. <laughs> no, you can't, because you got to make me laugh. And if you don't make me laugh, I have your head cut off. That's how it works. Damn. If you don't make him laugh, you get a dumb Burger King crown for your efforts. Uh, okay. Well, let, let's talk about the death of the kid, because obviously it's a big okay. deal. Uh, I don't... The reasoning for bringing the kid there is the most ridiculous thing like <laughs> I, I like what they did i just don't like how they got there because it's so insanely unreasonable any kid would have backed out of going to the like what are you going to do with this kid when you bring her to her, a high school party or whatever college high school whatever it was bring her to a high school party with beer it's like you know what that is why would you bring a kid there yes <laughs> no I, I when I was no. uh when I was in high school I would have taken my younger brother. I just would have been like, <laughs> go watch TV. It's like you know? it's a really weird situation because it's like I remembering myself in high school, under no circumstances would I have brought a child to a party of one of my peers. Like never you oh. could not have paid me enough money. No, On the I other hand, would've. as a kid, I did go to some of those parties where it was like you gave me a video game or put a movie on and I was fine. Yeah, like, and I, I I had older so, cousins who would take me to those those their parties with their friends. Yeah, like I I went to stuff with my cousins and like so yeah. I it's from that side it's like I know this shit happens, but like I also understand Mikey where you're coming from the mindset because it's like I can't wrap 
my head around being the one to actually do it though right (laughs) yeah no being taken oh yeah that's a sweet deal yeah yeah but but no one would do it though someone has to though rob apparently would because i've been at those (laughs) events absolutely why would you take a younger kid that like come on did you see that girl? He was trying guess... to bang that girl, man. You're not going to not, you're going to pass up the chance to bang that girl because your stupid sister. I am sure you. I will get another opportunity to bang that girl. Uh-uh. You know, you park that, you park your sister in front of that fucking chocolate cake. Uh, yeah. Look how <laughs> you go in the other room. It was also terrible. He's, his, he's trying to get her to stay downstairs or whatever. And he's like, I'm going to be really quick. Just give me like 10 minutes. I'm like, that don't sound too good, bro. She can hear you. <laughs> He's like, five, ten minutes, please. Damn. Uh, he's not, it's going to be a one and done with that girl, I think. But the <laughs> the setup, I, I, as soon as she ate that cake, it was okay. Before then, I was really aggravated. But I, I thought they, they let into this really. That was a chaotic fucking moment, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, damn. Yeah. Did you see that poll coming? No. Neither no. did she. <laughs> you're an asshole wow. <laughs> I do think that was uh, and this death was the moment that they talked about on the shutter list of course, yeah. of course. Um, it was one of I think it was my favorite movie moment that year like I just the way that it was executed is so good because and it's one of those things where it's like there are a lot of horror movies where you have a situation like that with a i with anyone hanging their head out of a car you're going to worry about them getting like their head bashed into something else it's mm-hmm. like it's a very natural fear it's the way that it's framed you know you kind of worry about it but you're so like the performances in this are so outstanding you're so worried about her being able to breathe that like it's totally just wiped out from your mind you know yeah yeah and you don't expect it because she is one of the the sort of main characters in this movie i mean again there's no real main character it's an ensemble piece but it um, felt like she was going to be yeah and also she's a kid and yeah. we don't often see him kill a kid I mean, it happens. It seems like we're seeing it more often. People don't care about kids anymore, I guess. Because <laughs> that's the line, you know? Yeah. It's like, and that's yeah. what you do to go over the... Thank God we're over the pet thing. Because that was yeah. what it used to be, was to kill yeah. a pet. We can kill a kid before we kill a pet, okay? I'm sorry. Uh, kind of on the same boat with you on that one. I don't like, like saying it either, but there it is. Yeah, I mean, uh, but yeah, we're seeing more kid death, but... Still, though, it still feels like that's something we don't see very often. So when it happens, and it's fucking brutal. Yeah. Yeah. This one, and I think how it's handled after is just, it's such a powerful scene. Yeah, I, a lot of people I know have problems with that, but I don't think so. Like, I, to me, that works. It makes sense in a weird way, you right? Feel- you see how it goes down and you feel hollow and you're like, what do you do? And then you watch him be hollow and not know what to yeah. do. And it's like, oh, holy hell. Like he doesn't know either. Cause usually that's the part in, and I think it's one of the most effective like horror movie moments because that's such a, like that's where a story would come in and tell you this and this and this happens after like, here's the aftermath. This is, you know, we had an inciting event and now we have to deal with it. But mm-hmm. he 
leaves you in suspense. Like he goes home and does not deal with it at no, all. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, and then we and hear his like, mom screaming and wailing in the morning. And you know what oh, she's finding God. there, but you don't yeah. get to see it. Oh my God. Yeah, that was phenomenal scene. I, I I think they made you feel it too, man. Like obviously mm-hmm. everything going on, it like they set it up great with you know the chaos and then it stops. Like you guys got into it. It's just that silence. And uh although <laughs> nowhere near as big of a scale as killing somebody, uh, or paying a playing a big part in it, uh, we've all had that moment in life, you know, where you're doing something you're not really <laughs> supposed to be doing. And something really fucked up happens that is unchangeable and just, again, not, nothing on the scale of this. But, you know, I, I mean, I would think most people have had that moment. It was weirdly relatable because it's yeah. like, I fucked up. Uh, the end is coming and I'm just going to wait around for it because like. There's nothing I could do about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because and and it and like I, I sat with him, I sat with him in that, man, because it it. it it came across so clear how big that moment was. Like once it happened and he stopped and that silence hit when he realized what went down, whatever seconds you have, whatever time frame you have in between someone else knowing about this is the time you have before your life changes fucking forever. Yeah. You know, and it was so such a powerful moment with him sitting there. And, you know, I like I was like, damn, dude, you just drive home and fucking go to bed. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. I, what the fuck, man? You don't know what you'll do in that situation. And yeah, it was yeah. it was an, it was an interesting way to go with the scene. And they did it so well. I'm not mad at how dumb it was. Yeah. I mean, and- I think it was a great depiction of how numb he was or as, as Kat said, hollow. Just what do you do? You know, Um, and it also worked really well, like as a transitioning into because I I don't know about you guys, I definitely thought that the girl was going to be like kind of the main character, one of the two main characters. Mm Because up until that point, it really had focused on the kids, and she's seeing like the omens, she's seeing like the birds, and you know, we had spent so much time with her, so I like a weirdo. I think that scene really helped transition it into an ensemble piece because I don't, I'm not sure I can think of any other movie that handles two separate bouts of grief so effectively at the same time. Like, as when you're watching his face and hearing his mom scream. Like, that just, you feel like you're everywhere in that scene, even though Mm -hmm. you're not really seeing anything. Yeah. I love the um the scene at the dinner table when they're they're sitting there eating dinner and and it's just quiet. Yeah. Uh, nobody's saying anything and then uh the the son and and the mom start kind of going back and forth a little bit and then she just starts screaming. Yeah. Um I don't know, it's just so great. Tony Collette was amazing in this movie. She really was. She had to feel so fucking good. After getting that out, for better or worse, she that yeah. was bottled up. The phenomenal performances, because everything came like that was bottled up inside of her since the second she screamed outside that car, man. And you could tell she just mm-hmm. unloaded. And yeah, you know, like it's a they they did a great job of putting you in. This was a different type of horror movie at, for the you know the majority of it, 
it was just it, it was moods and they put you in them and made you feel the severity like that's dark situation man it's like that i don't think that's i like that type of mental horror mm-hmm. yeah it's completely driven on on you know the emotions of the characters and um you know putting you in that in that sort of situation with them it's uh i think it's masterfully done um especially i do think and and i will agree with you guys the the first two thirds of the movie is much better than the last third um because because it doesn't it's not it's not doing the stuff that a normal horror movie does and the last third it really becomes a regular horror movie I think that's one of the reasons because like it's so powerfully emotionally I and it's so reflective of real life horrors where they're not like in your face tangible things that can be dealt with. I think it's one of the reasons why I would have liked the end to be more subtle. I know a lot of people pick on the end of the Babadook uh, <laughs> because the creature just like lives around in the basement yeah uh and it's kind of but it's like i that was a more that was a sillier movie all the way around and it it was a good depiction of what it's like to because you don't always like conquer stuff i -hmm. think the end of hereditary i would have loved to see something more like you don't know how active the supernatural element was and you just have to adjust to things never being the same i think having the cult and having evidence and letting it be tangible and go over the top like it it did make it feel much more like other horror movies that we were already seeing. Yeah, and but was... I still don't. I I I don't think it was bad though. Like I don't think it was a bad version of those horror movies. The Babadook is interesting. I don't know if I like that movie or not, I I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, I thought I really liked it, but no, I don't know. I really I really liked it because like, again, the end. Like I think how you end a movie that's and maybe. It's hard for me to say because I had a lot of issues with like the visual effects in the last part of this movie. But I so I'm not sure I agree with you that it wasn't a bad version of this kind of horror movie. I will say it's not the worst version of this kind of horror movie that we've gotten, (laughs) but it does carry the weight of the disappointment that that's not how I wanted this to resolve, because up until then, it had been something just so unique and powerful. and. It, I don't know. It just left a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> what we got was just like another supernatural cult monster thing. And then, mm-hmm. like, I I got into it a little bit with people where they're like, it's still different because, you know, they succeed and payment takes on the new form and stuff. And it's like, I no, like, that's not enough of a... We've just switched genre of movie. I'm not going to be upset that... Or I'm not going to be, like, happy that payment has won and take that yeah. as a surprise you know <laughs> i uh i guess i also love a good cult movie though so maybe that's just part of it my own bias towards the cult films but they're always bad they're not always know. bad they're, they're like there are some good bad. cult films there the are cult horror movies t- can be bad though yeah they are they there are some really be. good movies that aren't horror about cults <laughs> I don't know. They they usually bad. I didn't like the cult ex- aspect of this one either. Uh, it it's just fucking weird, man. Like I don't, I don't think it was needed. And I I, I think they did a good enough job at uh, the paranormal stuff. 
that it definitely wasn't needed. Like it would have mm-hmm. been a lot better if it was just some demon that she let in. And they could have did without all that shit. Because no, I mean it was a demon that she let in. Yeah, but the, the but get the cold crap. Like it was a two hour movie. It didn't need that. Stick yeah. it out. Uh, uh, Mikey, when I have my cult and it comes to an, an end, we're gonna somebody's gonna make a really good movie about it. I believe that a little bit. <laughs> the over under on that is is too far away from each other. That's when he becomes it. king, you mean? Mm-hmm. My God, but no, and and that's a, the thing too. They didn't. They really didn't. It, like Kat said, this isn't the worst type of movie we've gotten like this, especially no. in the paranormal realm. Like they didn't do the conjuring insidious route. Like they, for the most part, I even noted each seance. Like I wanted to compare because I figured, okay, in conjuring stuff, you know, sometimes they'll do it right once and then they'll fuck it up when they mm-hmm. have to do it again. And they didn't really fuck it up too bad. Like they had the first seance with uh, Joni, whatever the hell. And, you know, it was subtle. It was cool. I feel like things progressed a little fast. Like, that's usually when you conjure a ghost, they can maybe kind of sort of move something. Like, this is just, I mean, they're full on drawing pictures and writing notes. I mean, that's yeah. a little much. But either, but the, the point is the tone, they kept it tied to reality in certain ways. Yeah. So I mean, I, you know. I, I get what you guys are saying. I just I, I disagree with it, I guess. Slightly. Because I, I'm not bothered by the Indian or, or where the movie went. How could you not be? I do also wonder sometimes. Because I I have a very tough time. I'm harsher on films that get a lot of hype. And it's not like I waited a long time to see this. But just the festival reviews for this were all over the place. So even by the time... I think I went to see it opening week. Like, I went to see it that weekend. And it's like... I Even by that time, there was so much stuff being said about this movie. It was supposed to revolutionize the genre. I, we always talk about the whole, like, scariest film since The Exorcist thing. I think Hereditary was the first movie I ever saw in theater that had that kind of promotional gag, you know? And it's like, I do wonder, like, if it hadn't been so hyped up, if it I would have been... been as harsh on it as I was. But this was, like, a thing, because even after I saw it, uh, I... Uh, when Hereditary came out, I was still running, I was still curating a horror blog. I lost like almost a thousand followers because I didn't like Hereditary. And it's like, I just, I can't back down on this one, you Worth guys. It. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I just can't. Well, can't. Mikey and I hate to inform you, but this is going to be your last episode of Slasher Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Hereditary curse. Well, and it, and that's part of it Worth too. It. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, but that was part of it too, because and that's why I'm just now watching it, because everyone first that first wave of everybody talking about okay cool, but they were saying like this was the best horror movie in however many days like all right, like once I hear that I'm like no it's fucking not I didn't even see it yet and I know it's not, and it makes me not want to see it and I, now having seen it, it's not <laughs> it's, <laughs> it doesn't live up to it at all it doesn't counterpoint. Do it is. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I do wonder, though, like, if I had seen this at the festival, like, if I hadn't heard anything about this, if just that first 
90 minutes. If I would have walked away remembering the emotional resonance and the, uh, you know, the decapitation scene and Tony Collette, and I would have walked away thinking, like, this is the best horror movie of all time, you know? Because mm. when, when you're not expecting it and something like this creeps up on you, it's like, I, I understand wanting to praise it. You know, I but get it. People also get festival goggles. Right. Like whenever yeah. you see something at a festival, you come away thinking it was so great because it was a festival screening. You know, not many people have seen it yet. There's you're just excited to have seen it. It's uh, it's a real phenomenon that happens. So you got to be real careful with what people say coming out of festivals. <laughs> That's yeah, fair. Man. But I do wonder, though, like if if I had been in the first wave of this, if I might not have liked it better, because I it's got like so many elements that are right. so good but that hype is not the movie's fault it's not the movie's fault but it did make me look at it i think under a more critical lens and i wish that it held up better under that lens right yeah i mean it could have been better and it would have lived up to it maybe the build to it wasn't there but it still doesn't live up to it it's not that good it could have been better says the guy who likes halloween resurrection <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'd, I'd rather watch Resurrection than this. This film is a fucking masterpiece. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, it's not. It, look, they did stuff. I don't. God damn it. They did certain things really, really well. But I, you know, the slow burn thing, you guys know how I feel about it. I think it was a good slow burn, but the fact that it's a slow burn and the ending isn't worth it. It automatically is ruled out of masterpiece. I do think that's it's like a genre risk that you take. If you make a slow burn horror movie, the end has to pay off. (laughs) The end has to be the best. I'm like Mikey has ADHD. I feel like I do too, but that's not this besides you. Sit down and watch the fucking movie. Shut up, Jesus Christ! (laughs) I'm watching it, but it's it's not paying. Didn't pay off, no matter what. It pays off. How does it not pay off? I got no ending, like no resolution to anything. Sure, he did. Payment won. The cult won. But it shouldn't be a cult. It was stupid. Like, <laughs> they met in a fucking treehouse. Like, what the hell are we doing here? What kind of a what kind of a cult demon king meets in a fucking treehouse? <sighs> you know I'm right. This is like the little no. rascals of the demon world. Like, it's not okay. Come on. That's what it was. There's no need. Paranormal activity had a better ending than this. I said no it. bullshit. It. Bullshit. It did. <laughs> it did. At least Toby won. Like Toby won, man. Payment won. Payment had a fucking Burger King birthday in a treehouse. But at least his name ain't Toby. <laughs> you got me there. Fucking <laughs> okay, Toby. What say you to that cat? I will say the end of Paranormal Activity at least matches the tone of Paranormal Activity better. Like, that feels like... I I, I think they did a better job setting the stage for the end of Paranormal Activity. And, to its credit, that was the best part of the whole movie. Like, I, <laughs> I felt like something was built up to. I got it. It ended. That was fine. Uh, I, I disagree. Feel... I disagree. You watch the entirety of Paranormal Activity and nothing happens. And then in the last 15 (laughs) seconds, something happens. That doesn't mean the indie matches the fucking rest of the movie. It means the ending to that was better than this. No, it doesn't. 
you guys are wrong. The bridge is built from where where we start to where this movie ends. It's all laid out. Paranormal activity was better than this movie. I'm ignoring you. <laughs> but don't you ignore me all you want. I mean it. I'm dead ass serious. You need medication. <laughs> it's true. I know Kat's not going to back me on that part, but I'm I, yeah, I can't buy it. That's fine. Get there. I'm gonna the same guy I hired to kill Chris. I'm hiring to kill you. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, it's a weird pond. moment though, because I do feel like the because the end is the last thing that you see in a movie, and it's like, man, I remember being relieved at the end of Paranormal Activity and heartbroken yeah, at the end of Hereditary, and it's like, man. But no, I I, I can't back you that far, Mikey. <laughs> That's fine. I'm, I'll stand on the hill alone. All right. Go ahead. I mean, I don't even know how we can compare the two. Jesus Christ, what are we doing? <laughs> we can compare the ending. This movie's got fucking Tony Collette, who should have won an Oscar for this fucking performance. Uh, do you know how, I, like, broken my brain would have been if Tony Collette had gotten an Oscar nomination? I w- it it would have been, because it's like, she deserved it. But if Hereditary had won at the Oscars, I would have just lost my shit. I I don't think I would have been able to handle that. There's absolutely no reason she didn't get a nomination, other than the fact that the Academy hates horror. Because she's great. If they had cut out the last act, they could have called it a drama. Tony Collette could have won and everyone could have moved on. I have a note about that, actually. (laughs) I I don't know, man. That... that was that was I don't know how I don't have any words for it. It was just dumb. There was a no good, man. I don't I didn't I I just don't have the problem with it that you guys do. I think they I think they earn the ending. And um but I do have a note in trivia that will will back you guys up. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh I don't know. Uh how, that's a do you got why did the fire when she threw the book in there switch from her to him? Because the demon had already been so the book I don't fucking know. There you go. That's the <laughs> I'm drunk. Word. I don't know. I mean I was like, what I'm the hell? Bud light drunk. How the hell can I make sense of stuff? <laughs> I don't Must know. have had a lot of Bud Lights. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get through this fucking Big case I bought of them so I can go get something that tastes good. I like the idea of you in a liquor store and you're like, oh man, I need something that can tide me over until I can find better liquor. I'm just going to buy uh, 200 Bud Lights. <laughs> I bought a case. How much is a case? 24. Do you get Bud Light drunk multiple times on 24? I, I, I genuinely don't know. I don't. I haven't been Bud, Bud Light. Light drunk until tonight, so no. <laughs> is the answer. Okay. <laughs> Good to uh, know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know how you got there. Uh, I, I just the last thing I wanted to note was I really wanted to, that I had left. Uh, is that they did a really good job with the paranormal stuff. Like uh, you know, you shit on about other things. Uh, their their paranormal stuff was really good, and uh, they had some subtlety. Like even at the towards the beginning of the movie, where um uh, what's her name's mom is in the corner. You know, mm-hmm. like that was really subtle. Like it wasn't like it wasn't over the top. It didn't have a demon face at the fucking, you know, and float away. They kept it realistic. And, and that that's what I liked about it. Even when she was up in the corner, like you guys have mentioned earlier, like she's up in the ceiling. It 
I don't know. There's something about it where usually I roll my eyes at that stuff, but they, they did it well. They didn't like go too far with it. What and... I do like, yeah, what I do like about that is the subtlety um, yeah. because she's just there. Yeah. There's nothing, her head's not spinning yeah. around. There's no fucking stupid jump scare. She's not banging her head on anything. Or any of that. She's just there. And um, so, you know, I mean, I'm, I bet there are people who have seen this movie who don't who never even noticed that she was there yeah, because right. she's just in the background of the scene. And so, um, yeah, I think that's really well done. Yeah. Yeah. Cat, I don't know what that man, that scene where she was banging her head when they cut to that, because I thought she was just banging on it. She's banging her head. I said, holy shit. I don't know. That just drove me up the wall. I thought that was crazy. It made me want to bang my head on something. I <laughs> Dude, if you if you walked into a room and seen somebody doing that, that would scare the fuck out of you. Out of me. You guys anyway. are driving me up a wall. You make me want to drink some Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that and also this this uh top X, because instead of old man ass, I got old man peach. Mm-hmm. Uh, why would they make it old people? Because it's a cult. Cults are naked. Everybody knows that. No, this not, I I could not imagine what like I, I my brain broke. My cult's gonna be naked. I also I remember uh coming out of the theater and it was like I understand the like seeing the the whole naked old people thing was like I could see how this would be very unsettling uh and a tone for the beginning of the movie but like i was just so there was so much other stuff going on uh that i didn't feel uneasy i just felt broken <laughs> it's like why did i have to see this yeah yeah I, I, I agree i agree uh, shame on you rob shame on you guys uh do you guys want to get into the trivia and the the ratings and all that uh yeah, I'll go ahead and tell you that uh Rotten Tomatoes has pissed me off today. <laughs> Again, we're going to have to re-horror court Rotten Tomatoes for their hereditary rating. Uh but I have them up and ready. Um Rotten Tomatoes, the official tomato meter has hereditary at a 90%. It has an audience score of 69%. What? Nice. 90. No. <laughs> No, That's no, no. so stupid. Uh, IMDb has it at a 7.3, which uh, seems closer <laughs> to me. Um, as to the reviews... You guys are not going to like my Portnoy. I'm not going to like oh your Portnoy. I, I will say, uh, I'm going to be honest with you guys, this is the first week in a while I don't have... Cause sometimes I we talk about a movie and I find myself like... Uh, tilting the portnoy a little bit uh, like a few points in one one direction or the other uh you'll you'll sway me a little bit i didn't even write a portnoy down for this i have so many fucking numbers scratched out on my notes <laughs> uh <laughs> this one uh trying to assign a score to this one just broke my brain and you know what rotten tomatoes and imdb did not help <laughs> yeah. yeah um I do have a couple reviews, though. I knew that we were going to be talking about this one for a little bit longer, so I chose one good one, one bad one. I chose the most interesting uh, as opposed to the highest and lowest, which is usually what I try to do. Um, Our good one first, uh, 9 out of 10, Hell on Earth, conveniently located in 
Angulala, The Land of Evil. This is a tale of hellish proportion reminiscent of a merging between Babadook and Rosemary's Baby. Very well played out our fears and feelings and culminating into full-fledged horror. The horrors are brought by groups of evil for sure. Horror plating to the extreme. Uh, and I say extreme because there are lots of accents in this word <laughs> that I don't think uh, are normally there. Uh, it is short by one point only from perfection. Uh, huh. This is from Circle of Marsh. On I IMDb. hate the way that was worded. <laughs> Horror plating? Is that yeah. the yeah. one that broke it An to the extreme? extreme? And short of perfection by only one point. Fuck off. Short by one point only from perfection. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Whatever your <laughs> stupid username was. Um, I with him. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't mean he's not an yeah, asshole. Yeah. Um, I will say I I think that uh, a combination of the Babadook and Rosemary's Baby is a is an apt uh, description of this movie, though. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's not as good as either one of them. Though. It's better than both. <laughs> no, what? Wow. Okay, I knew that you were going to say that about the Babadook, but Rosemary's Baby. I love Rosemary's Baby. It's a great movie, but it's it's not quite as good oh as. Oh my god! Fucked up. <laughs> Unbelievable. Horror Court for Rob. (laughs) Uh, The bad review. Honestly, I almost read this at the beginning because I agree with this guy so much. Um, PJ Taylor 96138044 says of Hereditary, the more I think about it, the less I like it. The first two-thirds of Hereditary 2018 are essentially a drama that deal with poignant themes of grief and accompanying guilt using horror genre language, which is an interesting move that allows for unique expression of the severity of these emotions. It is these moments that are most effective as they tap into a universal fear and experience in a very realistic way that isn't necessarily used to frighten, but used to create emotional attachment to the characters and may perhaps elicit a genuine emotional response. Yet I can't easily name another movie that falls apart so heavily thanks solely due to its ending, which intends to pull the rug out from under its audience and does so successfully, but comes at the cost of logic, investment, and most importantly, scariness. Instead of recontextualizing the flick, uh, as one that embraces new elements and intending reading in retrospect, it forces nonsensical and previously unconsidered elements via clunky exposition, no less, to frustrating and sometimes unintentionally funny effect. It honestly changes the entire affair for the worse, dampening the effect of all that came before until the memory of any success all but fades. It's annoying, too, because the potential was there and I was definitely willing to put the effort in, eager to delve into the experience with an open mind and watchful eye. I found my willingness to approach the film from an intellectual standpoint, as well as to give it the benefit of the doubt on a number of occasions, not to be rewarded, to say the least. The more I think about this picture, the less I like it. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Fuck you, PJ Taylor, a bunch of numbers. (laughs) You can eat a candy bar out of my ass. (laughs) He's right, though. Come on. Mm-mm. I challenge I that a, candy bar. I got a double <laughs> double bar, the Twix, right there for you. Buddy. <laughs> it's nasty. Twix, but come on, man. you can't. The, the candy bars are are, are they're few and far between that they're handed out. You cannot be biased just because you didn't like it. He didn't say anything wrong. He said everything wrong. <laughs> everything he said is correct. No, everything he said is that cat wrote that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good lord. That's fucked up, man. We're gonna hand it out a candy bar on a man. I apologize, <laughs> PJ, bunch of numbers. I'm sorry. Uh-uh. Fuck you, PJ, and numbers. <laughs> you nailed it, PJ. You're you're fine. <laughs> um, Poor PJ. All right. Are we ready for trivia? Yeah. yeah. Let's all right. So uh estimated budget ten million dollars. Uh US mm. and Canadian gross was forty four million, worldwide was eighty two point five. Damn. So here we go. Here's the here's the uh, the tr- piece of trivia that I said kind of backs up what you guys are saying. Okay. Um, Ari Aster had originally written this film to be a straight up family drama dealing with the grief and loss one experiences with the death of a close family members, but he saw the potential of turning the film into a horror story, so he rewrote the script to turn it into what it is now. So there, uh, initially, it was a family drama. That's it. There you go. I believe but we that. wouldn't we wouldn't be talking about it on this show if it stayed that way, yeah. and it wouldn't have changed the face of horror as we know. Okay, we... uh, Tony Collette doesn't actually like horror films, uh, which is what made her hesitant at first to act in this movie. The only reason she took her roles in Fright Night and Krampus were because she saw them as more black comedies. Fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean the Fright Night remake isn't isn't good for one, but. One of this is funny. I like this one. So a uh, trailer for Hereditary was accidentally shown at the beginning of the PG-rated family-friendly <laughs> film Peter Rabbit in Western <laughs> Australia. It caused a small panic in the theaters with pa- with parents fleeing the cinema with their kids. Damn. The theater eventually was able to shut off the screen, and they offered every audience member a complimentary movie pass to apologize. <laughs> Damn. Um, the decapitation of the sister is, um, very similar to a real life event that happened in Marietta, Georgia in 2004. Uh, a young man and his friend drove home very drunk after a party. The passenger felt like he was going to be sick and he stuck his head out the window in case he needed to throw up. And the driver swerved near a pole accidentally. And the uh, pole's guy wire decapitated the passenger the driver was so drunk he didn't realize what happened and he drove home, parked in his parents' driveway with his decapitated friend in the backyard or in the back of the car, or I guess in the passenger seat of the car, and he went inside to sleep for the night. Okay, so I had heard that. Mm-hmm. I but I did not realize that he went to bed. I didn't yeah. like I I realized that the death was the same and I had heard that he made it home, but like was he not going to drop his friend off at any uh, yeah. point? Like, what? Well, maybe not. Maybe, maybe his friend was going to crash his place or something. And he just didn't fucking know. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, in an interview, Alex Wolf explains that he wanted to actually break his own nose for the scene where his character slams his head into the desk. Oh, God. Uh, Ari Aster said uh, no and told him, told Wolf they'd give him a soft cushion desk for the scene. <laughs> When it was time for the scene to be shot, Wolf slams his head into the desk, only to discover that the top was foam, but the bottom was hard, and he dislocated his jaw. Damn. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, symbol that's shown throughout the film, particularly on the necklace that Annie and her mother wear, is a slightly different version of the real seal of the demon payment, uh, which is shown in old texts of demonology. The most noticeable, di- most noticeable difference is that the real real seal, Jesus Christ, uh, has four figures instead of uh, the film's three. The symbol was changed for the film because it's considered bad luck to use 
real demonic slash religious symbolism in films, and films who have used real demonic and religious symbols, such as The Exorcist, The Omen, and Rosemary's Baby, have infamously been plagued by accidents and hardship. I was just going to ask if that was what went wrong with The Exorcist. Yep. Uh, so that is the trivia. All right. Yeah, it's kind of a straightforward movie, you know? It's uh, yeah. I didn't expect much coming from it. Yeah, not a lot of trivia. Yeah, poor guy in his jaw, though, damn. Yeah, Jesus Christ, right? Uh, Offer to break your nose and they say no, and then you dislocate your jaw. <laughs> it's like what he really wanted all along, the poor yeah. guy. Oh. Um, all right, are we doing port noise for this son we, bitch? I, we are. I don't know how. I, <laughs> I've i been uh, all over the map on the this one, and I've said that before. I don't think I've ever had a range of scores this wide as <laughs> for Hereditary. I believe Kat said this um, not that long ago that for her notes, she had the title of the movie and then just a port noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's uh, that's what I have here. Oh, boy. For Hereditary. And I feel pretty good about it. I'm right. afraid to ask, but do you want to start? Yeah, because I don't know where I'm at either with this thing. I can't start, sure. Um, I love this movie. I, I do believe that it's... Uh, um, uh, I don't know that it changed horror, but I do believe that it, it was a movie that led a change in horror. Um, at least one of them, along with Get Out and and some of uh, what was Robert Eggers' big film, The Witch, I guess, around that time, right? Yeah, I believe it's an important film in horror. I believe that it is. Um, I, I you know, despite what you two may think, <laughs> it's uh, it's actually a, a a great story from beginning to end, and uh, I think the performances are absolutely amazing. There's not one bad performance in this entire film. I give Hereditary a 9.3. Oh, Rob. That might be your worst one. Get out of here. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. It's a 9.3. As as JP, as the, <laughs> not JP bunch of numbers, the other one said, <laughs> it's just one point off of perfection or whatever the fuck that dipshit said. <laughs> You don't even have it a full point off from perfection. No, no. You know, and usually I'll like you'll help with my portnoy. You have you didn't help me at all here. Because I just know to help you. You had all this time to think of your own portnoy. Come on. Oh, I mean, I know the ballpark I want to be in, but shit, probably right up around high eights, low nines, right? No. No, no. Then you're wrong, sir. No, this is egregious. I'm gonna give hereditary. Oh man, this is hard. Cause it's I I hate what they did at the end. And that is the payoff, you know, like I sat my ass there all that time for that for the end to see what happened. Right. And it pisses me off. Uh but they did a, a lot really well. And when a movie can make me feel something like I had to stop and regroup after that sign thing. Like I, I really said, holy shit. And had a pause, take notes, fucking like I had, <laughs> I had a reset for a second. Uh, but then, you know, like there was just certain things that didn't make any sense. I'm going to give it. This is hard. It was really hard. 
I'm going to give it a 5.4. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're just being a dick. I'm not being a dick. This <laughs> is not a 5.4. If this movie would have ended 20 minutes sooner, it'd be a lot higher. Dude, that oh. ending was fucking... Yeah, I got a candy bar for you, too. <laughs> I know Honestly, yeah, this would have been... I could have gotten as high as 9.3, maybe even a little bit higher if it hadn't been for the end. The end There's really nothing wrong. wrong with the end. There is. How can you say <laughs> oh that? Oh, my God. You guys are fucking impossible. <laughs> I swear to God, I don't quit this fucking show just to <laughs> ease the aggravation. This is the one. Wow. All right. Kat, did, is, are you, did I'm, you land anywhere? I'm having a really tough time because it's, it's like, cause it's, I'm bouncing. I, I understand why there's a 9.3. I understand why there's a 5.4. Uh, I imagine my number somewhere in between those two, but it's, it's really difficult to, I, uh, so ballpark right now i'm thinking it's gotta be in between i it's somewhere in the sixes yes i okay i can't god I, damn it cat <laughs> i really want it i'm trying to get it up to a seven but then i just you i can. think about the end and i i don't feel quite right having it that high i but the, and then it's like when i think about because a lot of other movies for for me, a seven is like a solid movie where I can forgive the problems with it. And I can't do that for Hereditary. But there are movies that I've ranked higher that I don't think about as much as I think about that decapitation. Like, and it it's hard because moments like that make me want to rank a movie higher. But I just, I, I can't forgive what Hereditary did to me. I can't I, think of another movie that makes, that, that hits me on an emotional level the way that this one does. I can't either, and I want to rank it higher. I want to give it a seven, but I, but the end, it left me with the end. Like that's the taste that was left in my mouth at the conclusion of this film. We have to and judge. And it makes what the it games. hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. What they gave you was just a little bit off of perfection. No, no. <laughs> fucking symptoms. It, it was perfection that got ruined, and that's worse. That felt worse. <laughs> Yeah. God, I could I seriously could land anywhere in the sixes. I'm I think I'm gonna give it a six point eight. I don't feel good about it. I don't feel confident. I've been on this all day. Like seriously, I have I think my lowest let me get my hereditary page back out again. You know, while Kat's doing that, I'll give it a 5.6, so it's on the other half of a 5. That's the best I can do. I don't feel good about it either, Kat. <laughs> like, I knew Mikey wasn't going to like it. You know I didn't like it, also. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I've been very vocal about Yeah, but I thought you would this. at least be reasonable. It was stupid, man. They, they had a fucking blue light that went over the room when she went like, what the fuck was that? So yeah, my it looks like I scratched out a bunch of these numbers, which makes it kind of harder to read than would be ideal. But I had it, yeah, this definitely has to be my widest range it, of almost four points. I had it as low Damn. as a 4.8 today and as high as an <laughs> 8.7. I just, the, fuck the emotional you, turmoil <laughs> that assigning a Portnoy to this film has put me in today. 
Well, and I don't feel confident about where I landed, but like, I don't, I don't know how to reconcile the first half with the end. Like, I just, I can't get there. They feel like two different movies, which I guess is my problem with it. Yeah. But. Well, this is not Slash Radio approved, Rob. You guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> This is also, I believe, the first time a movie has gotten a nine and has not been Slasher Radio approved. Yeah, I'm going through it now. This is the first time. Cube. You got you gave Cube a nine? I gave Cube a nine. I gave it an even nine. <laughs> you gave Cube a nine and this I... is 6.8. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, uh, you sure did. Yeah. Okay. This cube is the only other time. And yeah, damn. I really yeah. fucked that one up for you, didn't I? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that happened. <laughs> we are hereditary. <laughs> I feel bad now. Uh, I don't feel bad for hereditary, though. I mean, I, I do have a question, though. There, how, how close was it? If I had gotten, if I had put this at a seven, would it have been Slasher Radio approved? Probably not. Hold am on, I the one that see. fucked this up? <laughs> no, I think I am. Okay. If you gave it a seven, I would have felt no. bad. It'd be a seven point three instead of a seven point two. You know, the worst part about this is that I have to record a show with Rob tomorrow, <laughs> and he's gonna be in a mood. I know that's gonna be tough because I'm not talking to either one of you for at least two days. Oh, well, I'm good for that. <laughs> I clear that. <laughs> uh, uh, I I don't know, Rob. It, Rob, what did you think I was gonna? I was the one that started thought, the fight about hereditary. Know, what I, did you think I was going to give it? I thought you were going to be reasonable. I thought at least you were going to put it in the high sevens. High sevens? Yeah. Oh my god. No. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know, Rob. I how you got to a 9 <laughs> is beyond me. I didn't. I got to a 9.3 because it's a great movie. Oof. You should be ashamed of that one. That one's not good. That's bad. That's bad job. That's bad job. Um, I ranked it higher than the. Uh, no, I ranked it as high as the IMDb thing. Never mind. Oh God. Yeah, Rob, tomatoes. Rob, she gave you're like one of those IMDb people. Cat, congratulations. <laughs> she gave his house higher than this. Rob, she gave Funny Games. We both gave him way higher than this. Yeah, you both are crazy. That movie, fucking boring ass movie. Okay. I gave uh, All Hallows Eve higher than this. Yeah, but you're fucking insane. I don't know how. Like I gave up on you a long time ago. <laughs> wow. Looks like I'm going to be joining you. Yeah. I, it looks like I may have joined you, Mikey. And... In one foul swoop. Rob's yeah. esteem. Yeah, I don't know, Rob. You're you're clearly wrong on this. And you know what? Not for nothing. I'm glad it's not slasher radio approved, and it's not even to be a dick. It's because every fucking body who made a big deal about this damn movie, and everybody who said, "Oh, it's the greatest thing," and you have to see it, and I I could have been my horror world would not have changed. It has not changed since seeing Hereditary at all. I've seen another average paranormal movie. That for some reason added a cult. 
average. You call this fucking movie average? There's no way with the performances alone that you could consider this movie average. The performances are great. Yeah, but I mean they were also kind of bad in certain spots. Like, you know, here and there. They weren't they weren't always at the height that they they reached. You know, so that, that it's a 5.6, damn it. I'm leaving this call. <laughs> <laughs> you can't leave the call. Um that's hereditary. See, and it, and it was all nice until the port noise came around. And here we go. Ooh, I should have. Can I plead the fifth on port noise? Can I just? No. You did, uh, you did the right thing, Kat. I'm very proud of you. I hope you both are happy with yourselves, you fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You can't just assault us like this verbally. I will say the, my biggest surprise because I I had a feeling. That you were not going to like this, Mikey. But I've been so wrong about my predictions lately. I was a little bit worried coming in. It's like, oh no. <laughs> what if this is one of Mikey's favorite movies? I, I expected me to have the lowest score when I settled on what it was. Yeah, I, I thought that you were going to like it a little bit more than you did. Nah, it is. I liked it at a certain point, but god damn, man, the ending was absolutely like it, it i just don't if you're gonna do that what do you want me to do about it? like i i didn't fuck your movie up but like people filmed yeah. that and didn't say shit like oh let's just fill a treehouse with a bunch of naked people and give yeah, them a crown that's a good time <laughs> you're too good for a treehouse full of naked people those naked people yeah i got other things to do Look, you just take what you can get brother <laughs> not bad Ah, this is fucking old man peach. It was ridiculous. Um, but there we did. We did it. It's over. It's hereditary. It's been done. It's been done. And that's the end of Slasher Radio. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everybody. I wonder what Greg think. Oh, did you see what Greg did on my Twitter today? No. Uh oh. Greg does not like hereditary. I can tell you that. Oh, okay. Well, Greg, uh, I forget who I. <sighs> I scroll and find it now. Uh, this poor guy, someone over at, uh, Dread Central, who, um, I at times go back and forth with, uh, very nice guy. I'm scrolling to look and I can't fucking find it. Here's why I was threatened by Chris with a taser. Uh, uh, but anyway, so I, I, they tweeted about Orca mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, did I tag Greg in it? Ah, uh, here it is. Here it is. Uh, Chad Collins over at Dread Central. Uh, he said, uh, should I mess around and watch Orca tonight? So I tagged Greg in it. Greg replies with this gentleman, Chad, tagged in the, in the tweet. Absolutely. It's a fantastic film that's better than Jaws. Oh, for fuck's sake, Greg. <laughs> that's what he said. And, for, and, and I didn't even, I liked the tweet. I didn't even read the whole thing. I'm like, oh, I seen absolutely. It's like, oh, yep, there it is. And I liked it and went on. And then this guy <laughs> replies with bold claim, but I respect it. I'm like, what? And I look back and I, and I had a reply like, better than Jaws. <laughs> of course you like the tweet. That's the kind of crazy thing you'll say, apparently. But I didn't, I didn't realize it. I'm going to unlike it right now. There. After you gave unlike. this movie what you did. I mean, come on, man. Better than Jaws. I haven't seen Orca yet, but I doubt it. It's not better than Jaws. I've yeah, seen it either, but it's not better than Jaws. Oh. So, yeah, there's Greg. At least he didn't do the capiche thing. 
I'm glad he didn't. Do that. <laughs> oh, he, he he left that out, huh? He did. He did. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's hereditary, everybody. Um, Nesto also didn't didn't listen to the episode. He, he's talking nice to me on Twitter, like I'm not mad at him. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just came right out and said, "Oh, you haven't seen listened to the new episode yet, have you?" Nesto's uh, a busy man. He gets to the episode. Yeah, I, but but I'm mad at him. He doesn't even know how annoying <laughs> that is. No, people always know when I'm mad at him. Right. I made it clear he needs to listen and know, and maybe you know try and earn my respect back. Yeah, because that's what we all want. Mikey's respect. <laughs> His treasures. <laughs> I think he's learned from Rob that the respect of the slasher radio hosts is sort of a be careful what you wish for situation. It really is. Because instead of respect, we get attention. <laughs> we, we don't always want their attention. <laughs> uh, uh, but that's hereditary. Uh, everybody let us know what you think, whose side you're on. Oh, if there's one thing I'm certain of, it's that people will let us know. <laughs> yeah, we threatened. <laughs> now, again. Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, that's hereditary. Uh, follow the show at Slash Radio on Twitter. Go to our website, SlashRadio.com. All of our articles, episodes, interviews are there. Uh, make sure you are subscribed wherever you're listening now. And um, I think that's really... Oh, go to the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash slasher radio we have not this week the next week we have a patreon pick again and then we're all squared up okay because we were behind and it screwed everything up and then you moved and we had to move a week and um you guys could have done that without me it would have been okay yeah but then mikey and i would have been talking about popcorn without you And you would have come come back in time for uh, some crazy movie. Yeah, yeah. Plus, because uh, I consider, and I want this on record, I consider popcorn to be one of the nice picks. Uh, I appreciated it. Yeah, I'm yeah. not expecting two in a row. No, I didn't have a problem with popcorn. Popcorn. I was the only one who hated popcorn. It was yeah. fine. I I didn't so much hate popcorn as much as like. Nesto for picking it so many times. <laughs> like, like that's I'm, I'm, I'm the one who talks shit to the patrons. I'm not talking shit to the patrons. I'm just saying Nesto, I don't hate like, popcorn so much as Nesto. Like, Nesto knows I don't hate him, but he made me hate the fact, like, oh. Nesto, like I said last week, dude, if this didn't win once, maybe, let it go, man. You, We needed to sit through this. I don't know. His strategy other... worked. Eventually he got the win. He yep. did eventually get the win, but look what what at what cost. I had to sit and watch popcorn. Shit. Which I think is fine. <laughs> well, it is a treat. No. It's not. Uh but yeah, if you want to get in on uh, all that stuff, um hit up patreon.com forward slash slash radio support this show. And I'm at Mikey's Dead. You know, I just want to throw this out there for the patrons real quick. Uh, next week the the patron pick. This is going to be our best chance to get a Christmas movie in, and I'm not saying we should watch Where Deer mm-hmm. or I Santa am. Jaws. <laughs> I'm just saying those are Christmas movies, mm-hmm. as apparently is Inside, which is excellent. Uh, ha- what's everyone's favorite Christmas movie? I mean, Where Deer does exist. I'm just saying Christmas horror movie. 
the Gremlins is a Christmas horror movie. Black Christmas is a Christmas. Horror. We don't need like We've Cat already made done it. Black Christmas. <laughs> Cat made it. We've already done Santa Jaws too. Well, but it could be a tradition if we did it again. <laughs> Guys, everybody listen, right? Please don't make it a tradition. Because <laughs> like that, that makes sense. If we do it twice and we do it for our Christmas episode, like it would be hard for me to argue my vote. Mikey, I'll make you a deal. If Santa Jaws gets picked this year for Christmas, next year we won't have to do it as an episode. We'll just do it as a live stream. (laughs) (laughs) I still have to watch it. What difference? I don't care how we do it. No, I don't. I don't know which is better. I watched a pretty good Christmas horror movie today called uh, Christmas Bloody Christmas. I'd rather that. And I'm going to be watching that anyway, so I'm I'm just saying, it's if you want us to do a seasonal movie, I normally I try to pitch a seasonal movie anyway, uh and it didn't work out. Next week's going to be our last chance to do it. I'm tossing it out there for the patrons, but I'm also okay missing it cuz either way I'm watching Christmas Bloody Christmas. Yeah. I mean, I pitched Weird Deer, <laughs> I don't know how many times and you guys kept shooting it down. I was on board. I'll watch Weird Deer. <laughs> I don't want to watch Were Deer. The only way I watch Were Deer is if I'm forced by the patrons to watch Were Deer, which hint, hint. <laughs> don't do that. Like, guys, I, I've taken it enough this year. This is the last one for the year, man. Like, <laughs> give me one. Give, give me just one is all I ask for. Just Nesto one. tried and you said you hated him. Nesto didn't try. He knew what he was doing. Being a butthole. <laughs> Out of all the movies to be persistent with, <laughs> popcorn. God damn. Uh, I think he only put Benny Loves You up once. No, he might have did it twice. I oh, that was that. a good one. It was a good And if it was done twice, then you know what? Now popcorn? Come on. Nesto. Uh-uh. You're better than that, man. Um, Rob, where are they finding you? I'm on Twitter, at Radio Rob 123 and you can listen to the other show that I do with Kat called This Horror Life, wherever you're listening to Slasher Radio. You don't fall asleep again? I I don't I mean we haven't gotten there yet. It's a good sign that I'm still on that podcast after today. (laughs) I don't think Ghost will let me fire you. (laughs) Probably not, because Ghost also doesn't like Hereditary. Hereditary's bad. It's a good fucking movie, you dumbasses. (laughs) Why? Oh my god. You know, part of me wishes, like, I might go back and change my Zodiac port. You son of a bitch. You're not allowed to change it. (laughs) Oh, Uh, fuck. Um, Cat, where they finding you? uh, You can find me on Twitter at cat underscore velour, V-O-L-E-U-R. You can check out my website, catvelour.com. You can also check out the guest spot that I did over at Creepy and Geeky. Uh, wherever you're listening to Slasher Radio, pretty much. Uh, We talked about Tusk and Yoga Hosers. Oh. And that should already be out by the time this episode drops. I am so mad that I didn't get invited on that. <laughs> Tusk is great. Tusk is so good. Although I mean, I'd have to watch it, Yoga Hosers again. Yeah, I I will say because the advertisement, the the spot, it was like you know I need someone to talk about Tusk and Yoga Hosers, and right away I was like I will talk about Tusk. And then like after we confirmed the appointment to record, I was like, wait a minute, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> My brain shut off somewhere through here. <laughs> and like, as I'm putting on yoga hosers, it's like, I said I wasn't ever going to do this again. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But Tusk is amazing. It was worth it to talk about Tusk. I'm, I'm very pleased. 
But after you after you you did that, you also messaged in the group telling me to do it. <laughs> yeah, I did try to pick yoga hosers as the episode this week. Why? Uh, so you so that validate watching it? <laughs> yeah, so that everyone else would have to watch it with me. You should watch it, Mikey. Mikey might actually. Here's the thing. Have you seen it, Mikey? No. It's they do a lot of making fun of Canada, and that's oh. not even like a joke. That's yeah. that's. <laughs> and that's it's a serious. Kevin Smith movie. Mm-hmm. Wow. You should check it out in your own free time and leave me out of it. <laughs> oh no, if I'm watching it, it's for for this. But and it's oh, got it's Justin a, Long. <laughs> is that a, it's a hockey movie. Bob, why yeah. do you like it? It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they got a Canadian flag right in the middle of it. Jesus Christ, I don't know how to feel now. Now, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, that's it, guys. We'll be back next week. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash slash radio. Good night from slash radio. All the best of slasher radio podcast. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.